Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you are having a great day thus far, and uh, hopefully we will make it all the better. But first, death threats. I think it's time for me to threaten the life of someone in this office. Ah. I have been here long enough. There's there's things I will take, guys, and there's things I won't. And as you know, I was already teetering on the brink with the fact that I have to, you know, contact a Sherpa and a dog sled to get to the men's room. Now <laughs> I come in today, there's sacred items. Like whatever your job is, I'm sure you have a sacred item. Like like uh, nurses and, and doctors, the stethoscope. Nobody takes your stethoscope. That goes in your ears. That would be gross if someone else took it. Plus it's yours. What if you need it? If you're uh, a cowboy and a hat. The hat for a cow. Boots. Mm-hmm. Somebody take your boots. How mm-hmm. dare you? You gonna get these boots? Uh, you know, I don't know. Singers, your microphone, whatever it is. Sales guys, the big pen where they finish pen. the deal off, baby. But yeah, with the one they sold their soul to Satan with. That's that. Those things are sacred. You don't touch those. In our industry, it's headphones. As I look at guys wearing somebody else's headphones, um, <laughs> I have had the same pair of headphones for twenty plus years. Twenty years. I take good care of my headphones. I do. You've been complimented on it, actually. I did. Uh, what do they call them? Control Alt Dave. I think that's what they call them on Picks. The engineer here. <laughs> Control Alt Dave has taken the time to go. How you have not had these headphones that long? And I'm like, oh gosh, you're flirting. Like I love my my gear. I take good care of my gear. So I come in today. Mind you, we haven't been in studio since what last Tuesday. It's been a minute, as the kids say. My headphones are gone. So a couple of salespeople are here, and they, of course they don't know. They're not radio guys. They're they're salespeople. I'm like, somebody took my headphones. So now I'm on a mission. I'm going to every studio. You know, maybe somebody borrowed them for a guest, whatever. It's not not okay, but I'll, I'll maybe they don't have to, maybe they don't have to get these hands. You know, maybe a quick apology and everything will be over. I find one of my, like, the ear pads, because those are loose. I have to put a new pair on. I find one of the ear pads in one of the production studios where the news people hang out. News people work for what station? WGY. Who runs WGY? That would be me. Okay, so you and I have an issue. So the the desk right next to it, I'm just like, you know what? I normally wouldn't open somebody else's desk. I'm opening it. I open the desk. What's in that person's desk? My headphones. Mine. Mine. I was I was I was angry. I was angry. The salespeople got a little nervous. I know as soon as you came in the building, they were like, "Guys, oh, look out! He's he's on he's on one." I. Don't take my freaking headphones. And if you do, put them back so I don't notice. Like, again, I sweat into these. I get I get animated, okay? There's some, there's some fat guy in some headphones. I sweat. I don't want you sweating into my sweaty headphones. You and I have worked together for almost eight and a half years. This is only the second time I can ever, ever remember somebody in a building taking your headphones to set you off. The first time... I know he just celebrated a birthday, and he's in a different market now. But Traffic Guy Vinny at one point walked oh. into a studio. Your headphones were there. He just decided to flip them on his old little head, thinking yeah. you wouldn't notice. And he's playing yeah. with the volumes and everything. It's small. Yeah. He got one. Yeah. Now, I don't want to point fingers, but here's how I think this story has gone today. Here's what okay. I think has happened. Okay. Sherlock Gaz is on the case. Okay. What I think happened is this past weekend here in wonderful iHeartMedia land, uh, I'll say the number one suspect. There's a young anchor who starts on GY. His name's Tristan. Okay. What I think happened for Tristan was this. I think he was walking around this weekend thinking, okay, I got the weekend shift here on GY. I got to do my reports. Oh, boy, I didn't bring in headphones. Okay, where do I find headphones? Okay, I'll go in studio. But he's probably too nervous to go in the studio because there's shows going on. So he's like, I can't go in there. All right, where do I go? There's got to be an extra pair of headphones laying around this building somewhere. It's a radio station. And there it was. Your headphones laying out. He's like, oh, nobody on will my no- desk. Nobody will notice. Nobody will find out. But then he out. put them in his desk. If yeah. This is- oh, yeah. So, so yeah. let me, let me, all right. So if Tristan, let me do, let me do, let me do a little news for, for news anchor Tristan. I don't want to blame him. I'm just, he's a suspect. All right. He's well, number one on the list. Alleged thief of my headphones. Anchor's a key word because I'm going to tie you to one and throw you in a pool. Okay. Like a three, three foot pool. It'll, it'll be fine, but it'll, it'll scare him a little bit. I don't touch my headphones. You will get these hands. I will give. I listen. I don't get paid enough to not be violent over these headphones. You know that. Trust yeah. it. Put them in your own desk. Like, hey, here's some Sony monitors. These are 
Uh, $200 headphones. They must, they must not be taken. I'll throw them in my desk. Now, how should I handle this as the brand manager, the program director of WGY? Now, I don't have Tristan's cell phone number yet. I would email everyone that works for you. Okay. Urgent. Urgent. With the, with the exclamation point, that's the red yes. one? Okay. Read this if you want to live. Ooh. Don't touch LeVac's headphones. So that's what I would do. That's how I would I'm do. just going to send an email. Hey, did you pick up a pair of headphones over the weekend? How about that? Yeah. Did you, and what made you think they were yours? And then if you want to live, bring in C4 energy drinks for LeVac to, to appease him. Um, yeah, I was mad, man. I was mad today. So all I really need to do the job is headphones. And they're mine. Mine, 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 mine. Again, yeah, every like it sounds childish, I'm sure, to some people, but at the same time, like you're bat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like when when Giancarlo Stanton is dreaming about walking to first base, no matter what he hits, it's you know, it's his bat. These guys don't just share their bats freely. Could you imagine if that's Stanton's excuse today? Look, I would have run faster. My shoes. Somebody touched him. No, Someone no. took my cleats. I had to find them. I was late. My bat somebody touched my bat. They're size 15, Stan. No, no, no. Somebody took. I'm just assuming they're large. No, no. Somebody, I would say 15 is probably small. For yeah, that's a big. That's a big dude. Yeah, just don't. You know, do you want these hands? That's all you gotta know. Don't touch these ears unless you want these hands, <laughs> Tristan. And to put them in your drawer, like, oh, they can't be anybody else's. I was mad. Um, Yankee split with the Astros over the weekend. Wasn't terrible. Most importantly. Do you know how long it's been since the Yankees have beat Justin Verlander in the regular season? Oh, boy. You want to guess? 2019, and that sounds like a long time ago. 2015. June of 2015 is the last time the Yankees beat Justin Verlander in the regular season. Why on God's green earth is he not on the Yankees? Like, if you can't beat him, buy him. Like, what is... Why, when he was a free agent, didn't the Yankees go, Oh, hey, hey, Justin V, what's up, buddy? Hey, Kate. Mrs. Verlander, how are you? Well, how would you like to be in the Bronx? Like, how do you let that guy pitch for anyone else when he you haven't beat him in eight years? Isn't Verlander the modern-day Cliff Lee? Like, at some point, you and I love Immaculate Grid. At some point, <laughs> you're like, no, 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 no. If you didn't live in New York, you're probably like, Verlander pitched for the Yankees, right? Like, yeah. Cliff Lee, didn't he pitch for the Yankees? No, it's just the rumor all those years. Yeah. Did, we didn't do well, it on no, the ever, show. I don't think they ever actually... He, they never got as deep as rumors with Verlander. Cliff Lee was every 15 seconds. Like, I'm shocked Cliff Lee's still not. Like, what is he, 48 now or whatever? He's probably still rumored to be a Yankee. The, the original Verlander moved to Houston. The Yankees were in the rumblings for that, but it was just the Houston prospects were better. And like, the deal was always going to be Houston. I feel like that was one of the early, like, signs that we were we were in a different time. When, when the Yankees didn't make a real run at Verlander or Scherzer out of Detroit, either one. Because you knew they were going. You knew they were, they were aces. Maybe, you know, I, I feel like that, those, were, those were like the first signs. Like, I think like, like, like the insiders all were like, hey, these are the guys you got to have. And that was one of the first times the Yankees were like, nah, we're good. We got, we got, uh, we got Manny Benzuelos coming up. We got uh, we got Debbie Garcia. We got uh, Batances. All of which, Batances was the closest thing to, to successful for the Yankees. In the farm, the farm system stacked with pitching for the Yankees. Remember, Davey Garcia came up what two seasons ago towards yeah. the end of the year. Yeah, had a, had like a decent outing, and he's just been stuck down in the farm system ever since. You know, I, I don't I don't recall the Yankees ever being close to getting Verlander. Because it just makes too much sense. I remember telling myself Verlander was too old to go after like four years ago. I do too. <laughs> I remember. I'm like, Verlander's going to retire. No, 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 guys. You don't know Verlander that well. He's got a model wife. No. He's going to yeah. the Hall of Fame. No. He won a World Series. Guys, these are all good reasons. What do you mean? Why, why wouldn't he retire? No. Nope. Wins a Cy Young. Can you, can you think of like a list of things? If, if you could go home to Kate Upton every day, a list of things that you would rather do. And I know the old saying, no matter how hot a woman is, somebody's sick of her. I modified that. And men, we're different. Everyone's sick of us. They should be. We're annoying. As a matter of fact, Gaza's wife sent me videos of him being annoying over the weekend. 
What are you? She's texting me right now at the start of the show, too. She knows I'm on the air. She rarely does that. I'm sorry to you. She rarely, what did she send you over the weekend? Just you being mouthy. It was probably after I got bit by the bug. Was that in the backyard? <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm sitting there struggling, and there she is Snapchatting away. I already got... Listen, Rachel this morning on GY, and I get it. If you're a female listening to the show, I get this how you're... This is a therapy session for everybody. Uh, if you If you also need to vent... With us today, the Monday event, make sure you call the Elevation 10,000 phone lines, 518-690-0980. Go ahead, guys. I'm sorry. 518-690-0980. Just call them up. We'll just patch you right through. <laughs> I won't even know what you want to talk about. Look, females get on guys because when they suffer an injury or are sick, they turn into infants and babies. Yeah, man flu. Rachel didn't even ask. Rachel just assumed, and she was right. That's what I think got it more. What? Yeah, she knew I was acting... I guess acting out. We'll use Has a, she a, seen your leg? Yeah. She didn't care. She already knew I was being a baby about it. And there my wonderful wife is taking, what, Blair Witch Project videos of no, you the were horror. Staring. I thought you were looking into the phone. I was. But I was still upset about it. Did I have my hat on? My yes. bucket hat? Of course. It was, yeah. This might have been moments after I was attacked, LeVac. Could have been moments after it's I was too, attacked. It's too long. It's too long ago. I can't I know it up. is. It's got to be. But you were, you know, it was. If uh, I was in the backyard with a bucket hat on, it must have been post lawn you were, yeah, you were like, you were, you were very, you were very bold. <laughs> you were very bold. I, I, I wrote back, he's been getting an attitude lately. I've noticed it. <laughs> I was injured. So yes, you know what? Guys are allowed to pout and feel bad when they don't have things that are done right. Headphones, attacked by a yellow jacket, not fitting cleats right. You know, this was supposed to be opening of the show today. I thought we were going to go in a different direction, as usually is the theme here on 95, <laughs> 9 to 980. I thought today, Yankee fan would feel so, you know what? This actually makes sense. The demise, the suffering of others we can all feel good about. Because if you're a Yankee fan today, the Angels stink right now. The Angels are blowing it. The Angels have lost six in a row. The Red Sox are blowing it. The Red Sox have lost four in a row. So the Yankees here on this Monday are sitting atop the Red Sox and Angels in the wild card, but still four and a half back. You would think the demise of other teams would have been something to celebrate today for Yankee fans, but they've got other issues going on involving well, the pinstripes. It, it, and it is. The, look, the Mets haven't won since the, the trade deadline. I think the Sox have won. I know, like all these things, they do make me feel better, but I want to win. Like if we had taken three from the Astros, I'd feel great. Beating Verlander made me feel good. You being stung by a bee and throwing a hissy fit. I smile a little bit. I did I did, but like this is—it's still there isn't enough evidence to tell me that the Yankees are are truly about, you know, to to rejoin the relevant part of the standings. There's just not enough. Like I I, I want I want to I want to buy in. I just I'm just not ready to. But like again, someone took my headphones. I got to fight. You know I got to fight. You, you sent what I and, and as you mentioned, Rachel was like. You know, you're a guy. You're being a wimp. Your first text that you got stung by a bee, I was like, calm down, wimp. And then you sent a picture, and I was like, dude, take Benadryl. <laughs> I, I assume you didn't listen to me. The next picture, do you know where the hospital is? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, your legs look swole. Oh, I'm in the left No, no, swollen. Not not good. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so all these things, all things we had to, to get to. We had to get to the bottom of all of it. And, again, with the way – with the way the Yankees and Mets are playing, I'm sure most most New York baseball fans are perfectly fine with us talking about anything other than baseball. <laughs> like, if we want to take it as slow as Giancarlo Stanton on a trying to leg out a double, or and or or should I say meander out a double, I don't think anybody's gonna mind. I think it's just the day for it. <laughs> you know, I, I love I love that so much. I was looking at our guy Mike Souza, part of our sales team here. Says, please don't mention my Mets today. Yeah, Just, please don't mention them. That Stanton cut on social media, kind of a slower weekend in the world of sports. All of a sudden, you're like, maybe nobody will see this, right? Stan's just hoping. The third base coach, come on, get moving. No, <laughs> okay, all right. It's, I mean, it's, it's sad that I thought when he started to play the outfield a little bit more, he we would get the full Giancarlo Stanton. Apparently, that the calories he's burning out there can't be brought to the base paths. <laughs> Apparently, that's the deal. That's just all there is to it. Um, this week is a busy one for us. Just get everybody to know like what we have been up to. We are going to be um, wait. We're we're at Rivers Casino and Resort on Wednesday. I believe we have a day Sox game on Thursday. 
I will double check for you. I believe you might be getting next week confused. Hang on. Pause. Thursday, we're at Rivers. Friday, we're at the track. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday is with Rivers. Off. Okay. The 10th, this Thursday, we're at Rivers Casino and Resort. Okay. This Friday, we are at Saratoga Racecourse. Everybody's got to be everywhere. Okay. And then next week is all crazy. Next week is insanity. Next week, we have four live shows. Okay. So that's right. Starting on Thursday, Before, August 10th, oh my God. six of our next seven shows will be out live. The only reason it's that is because we have an afternoon game coming up on Thursday, the 17th. So just assume these next three days, not a lot of time we're going to be in studio here in the month of August. Dude, is anybody paying my mileage? Picking up my gas? <laughs> I have a brand new Silverado. I have a Black Widow Silverado. I'm putting miles on it, driving all over the capital region for you. Tell us how much you love that ride. Thanks to the I, Hawk Chevy. I mean, that's why I'm thinking about it. I don't want to put miles on on Scar Joe, I don't want to wear out those beautiful tires. You can ride with our promo team to events. That'd be fun, right? I have to get there early so I can wave them down so they know where they're going. <laughs> That's usually We've what We've got a young crew, now. young and adventurous, we'll call we them. Do. We do. We'll go with that. But listen, you, you are correct. I love my vehicle. If you don't love your vehicle, you owe yourself. First the thing you can do is go right to carbravo.com. Carbravo.com. And you can pick out every little feature you're looking for. They'll search this gigantic database, find it for you, and you're purchasing it with Mohawk Chevrolet backing it. How cool is that? So you get that massive 126-point inspection. You can you could search for the vehicle while on the throne, if you know what I mean. In the middle of ignoring your wife like Gaz does, you could be searching for your perfect vehicle on Car Bravo. You could sell your vehicle on Car you Sell hers. I don't care. No, just kidding. Just sell yours on Car Bravo. And then you can always take that amazing trip up to Mohawk Chevrolet, one of the most beautiful places. They have a they have a nature trail for you to walk. They have Adirondack chairs out for you to relax in. Uh, just the coffee is always phenomenal. Fresh ground beans, my friend. Mm. It's all it's this little attention to detail that they pay at, to every single detail at Mohawk Chevrolet. So find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you we're talking fights baby there were fights all over the place some of them were even good over the weekend that's next right here levac and Goss, fox sports radio 95 9 and 980 hi i'm kyle at blindster.com want to say big on custom faux wood blinds shutters cellular shades and more shop blindster today and save up to 50 percent over comparable blinds from brick and mortar stores get custom blinds at low prices and free shipping at blindster.com Hun, we need to stop putting off getting life insurance. I know. It's just been so busy, and I'm sure the cost is out of our budget. Well, Jen told me that they got a $500,000 term life insurance policy from Ethos for less than $23 a month. All online, with no complicated forms, and no medical exam. All they had to do was answer a few health questions. Wait, no medical exam and all online? I know, right? It's not easy to think about, but if something happened to you, James and I would be... Okay. I get it. Let's get a quote from Ethos right now. Wow, you were right. There's no medical exam. And Ethos makes the whole online process fast and easy. And look at these rates and coverage options. It's great protection and totally fits our budget. Ethos. They've removed all the barriers from getting coverage. Go to checkethos.com to get your free online quote. That's checkethos.com. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking 30-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Your home for NFL action in the Capital Region is Hooters on Wolf Road. It's August, and that means it's fantasy football time. Listen every week all month long to us, Levac and Goss, for your chance to win a $50 gift card to host your fantasy football draft party at Hooters on Wolf Road. Upstate. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. Okay, okay, now move your feet. Love the way you're moving when you're grooving on the beat. 
It's back to school at Famous Footwear, which means savings for all with the Famous BOGO event. For a limited time, buy one pair of shoes and get 50% off the next pair from all your favorite brands like Adidas, New Balance, Vans, and more. This won't last long, so shop online or bring the whole family to a Famous Footwear near you and let our team of sizing experts help every kid find the perfect fit. Buy one item, get a second item of equal or lesser value for half price. Some exclusions apply. Hey, it's Goss here for Lillian David Fine Jewelers, located at the shops of Wilton. If you've been traveling up north, stop in. Maybe you've got the plans scheduled for vacation. Take care of her this summer at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. I know from experience, my engagement ring, Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Two-for-one wedding band sale, Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Family-owned and operated business. Celebrating my fifth wedding anniversary this past summer. I took care of the wife, formerly the girlfriend, for the fiancé. Of course, with Alyssa and David and G and Tammy and everybody over there. It makes that process so easy. If you're nervous, you don't know what's going to fit your budget or what she's going to like, they'll help you. They've heard the stories before. Ask them about some of the stories. Ask them about me sweating showing up. Ask them about the other people they've worked with in the past. They will help you find what she's looking for. Guys, football season's just around the corner. If you want four, five, six hours of NFL Red Zone, you want to play some wagers, you want some time to yourself and your buddies, make sure you take care of her this upcoming summer. The best place to do it is to buy her something that fits her style, her fashion, and more. It's Lillian David Fine Jewelers. And when you stop in this summer, tell me heard about my story, Gaza's story from Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 980 AM Fox Sports Radio. It is a great day out, man. It's just great. It's just great. Got to bring our own sunshine today, my friend. How you doing? You good? How are you feeling? G-R-A-Y. Gray. I have no idea. E, that one always gets me. Yeah. What's the difference? (laughs) Like, seriously, like, if I, if, like, one's the color gray, right? What's the other one? I feel like universally we should know how to spell a color, but I don't know why that one's tripping me up. I, I've been working on colors with my boys, and that one that one I don't feel confident about spelling it out with them. We got the letters laying out. I'm like, ah, yeah, I always A's let, and E. That's one of those ones I always let somebody else take the lead. You know, it's like, because uh, again, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. Um, did you watch the Jake Paul, Nate Diaz boxing match? I watched it the way I felt like Jake Paul would have wanted me to watch it, which is through social media on abbreviated cuts and clips that they hope to go viral. Uh, wrong. He would have liked if you paid all the prices to watch it so that he can get more money to not be a boxer. Old school Jake Paul. Free, pre-boxing YouTube. But yes, I get your Nickelodeon point. Nickelodeon Jake yeah, yeah, Paul yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I watched it. I watched a lot of it. Did you pay for it? Uh, one of the one of the people in my house did. Okay. Um, I was like, I'm not. I was like, I, I respect that you'd like to watch it. I'm more than happy to open up one of the televisions for it. I refuse to pay for it because I just I'm not gonna I'm not going to uh, reward bad behavior. I'm just not gonna do it. I just don't think this is gonna be a fight. My fear, my fear was, and as we've seen in the world of, of MMA, Nate Diaz has taken so many. He has fought so many wars. Like that guy. Has never walked away from a punch. He's never walked away from a tough fight. He's never tapped early. None of those things. So he has scar tissue around his eye socket, like over his cheekbone, over his eyebrow, that can open up really, really easy. So I, my biggest fear was that that Jake Paul was going to get lucky and land a good shot and open up Diaz to the point where they couldn't close it, like we've seen happen in, in mixed martial arts for him. And... For that reason, I was like, why do I want to pay for this? Plus, I didn't know anything. I really really didn't know anything else on the card. But that fight was terrible. It was a joke. It was an expedition. It was, there was one point where where Jake Paul knocked down Nate Diaz. And it looked kind of real for a second. Like, very early on, Diaz looked like he was in a little bit of trouble. But it, there was never a point where I felt like I was watching a real boxing match. There was never... There was never a point where I felt like Nate Diaz was the Nate Diaz that we've seen in the UFC who will manufacture a reason to hate you so that he hurts you. Like, I didn't feel like any of that. So when it's late in the fight and he gets him in a headlock at one point, Diaz gets Paul in a headlock at one point and then lets him go laughing with his arms up in the air, I was just like, you know why they're laughing? Because they're laughing all the way to the bank. They both made millions of dollars. They're instantly talking about an MMA fight. There's no way... You 
want your first professional mixed martial art fight to be against anyone whose last name is Diaz. There, he he will hurt. He won't be able to control himself in there. He'll hurt you. You're going to get hurt. I want to find the right adjective to describe Nate Diaz and the Diaz brothers. Uh, rough, rugged, violent. You know, this is a really dated comparison here, but back when they had like the, the four kings of boxing, it was Duran, Leonard, Hagler, and Hearns. They wanted to promote Sugar Ray Leonard more because he was more media friendly, had a better story because some of the other fighters were a little rougher to root for because they were just cold-blooded, knock you out. Right. Diaz has a mouth on him that you really can't air a lot of his cuts. Not exactly somebody you might want to bring over to dinner to introduce it to your wife. Not, or, you not, know, like, not the face of your organization. No. Uh, he didn't turn that off for the Paul thing. And I guess, yeah. you know, maybe that's the audience, though. You know, if you're if you're a Diaz fan, you're buying the fight. If you're a Jake Paul fan, you're buying the fight. I don't, and this is maybe the biggest criticism of Paul going for. I'm talking about Jake Paul here. If you're a fan, you're in. Like I, I don't know. I kind of felt like you. Like I'll see what happens, but I'm not spending eighty bucks no. on bad boxing. No. Well, and it's not. Nate Diaz is still a grappler. He can strike, but he's known his most noted strike is called the Compton slap. He like disrespectfully <laughs> slaps you open handed. It's a disrespectful slap. You can't open hand slap in boxing. I mean, you could throw a like, yeah, but it's not going to do anything. As I found out in my freshman year at college football, you also can't do that as a defensive lineman. Deacon Jones is allowed yeah. to. I wasn't allowed. I guess that's a penalty. Well, it definitely is against the rules that by the time you got around to. Because the offensive lineman, did you ever watch the documentary on that? Deacon Jones? Yeah. No. I don't know if it was a full, I, I don't remember where I saw it, but there were offensive linemen that started sharpening the top of the cage, the face mask, so that when he would do the, the head slap, it would cut his hand open. Ooh. I used it because I wasn't used to going against offensive linemen who are taller than me. So my right. hand was like usually a club like Reggie. Nobody cares about that. What yeah. they care about is Diaz and I, Paul and the fight game that they've changed it's it. It's terrible. As much as you and I are not Jake Paul fans, although I'll give him credit, he is better than he's getting better every fight. Like he doesn't suck as a boxer. He actually can stand up and he knows he, what he's doing. He doesn't suck as a boxer against non boxers. Like Tommy Tommy Fury is not a very good boxer and he beat him. He's got a trainer by the name of Jaleon Love, who I actually covered. Jaleon Love fought at the Turning Stone Casino years ago. He was under Floyd Mayweather. Jaleon Love was going to be like the next Mayweather. 2014, I'm talking here. Mayweather went to his fight, sat in the front row, I remember it, and was screaming out, I'll give you the brick for a knockout. I'll give you the brick for a knockout. Which was, I believe... A brick of money. I think it was like 5K. Yeah. Like just a stack of money. So he was supposed to be... The next great fighter, he became a coach, and that's who Jake Paul's working with. He's getting better. Like, is he De La Hoya? Is he Mayweather? No, but he's holding the zone. It's not like a charade as much as I used to think it was. I know the Diaz move happens in the fight, but he's okay. Like, he's it's mm. it's not celebrity boxing. You know, it's not like uh, Todd Bridges out there. Right. I mean, that was terrible. Screech and all those guys coming out and fighting and, and whatever, but it was also fun. But, like... I, I can't take him serious again because I, I'm supposed to. Did he get paid? Yep, professional fighter. Right? Okay, cool. I get it. But he's not fighting boxers. He's fighting MMA guys, and he he seems to pick the guys either with the worst hands or who aren't really known for their hands. Like, Diaz will bang with you, yes. But Diaz is is a jiu-jitsu artist. Like, he, he'll choke you the heck out. He's... He will hit you from the ground harder than most people hit you from their feet. But he'll also hit you from the ground harder than he will hit you from his feet. It's not his fight game. It's not his style. And you can see it too. Like he just he he was okay, but he wasn't like a good boxer. Like this the thing is, I don't want to be told you're a boxer when all you do is fight dudes who aren't boxers. Like like Logan Paul, he's a wrestler. He opens SummerSlam, has a great match. Gets on a plane and goes right down to hang out with his brother. That's entertaining to me. I don't like either one of these guys, but of the two of them, I like Logan better than I like Jake. If you've never watched professional wrestling, like if you're just a very casual WWE pro wrestling fan, Logan Paul's awesome. Like 
You would flip him on, and you would know no difference. You'd be like, oh, this yeah. guy's like Shawn Michaels. This guy's yeah. like Rey Mysterio. You'd think it's like these high-flying guys who can make these cool moves and makes you like, whoa, I didn't know yeah. he could. He's awesome. So, he's a bigger Lucha Libre. Yeah. Like, he's super entered. Look, my son Rex was watching SummerSlam with me, and I'm like, you know, he's probably too young to know. He's watching him and Ricochet bounce off the ropes. You would have thought two superheroes were out there. He was yeah. loving it. He was all about it. He had Brock Lesnar. I thought you were going to tell me to like, drop kick your head or something afterwards. He was diving off the couch. Mom, <laughs> Mom did not see that part. But uh, yeah, like, look, the Paul brothers, whether you love them or you hate them, whether you follow them since they were on Nickelodeon and on YouTube and everything else, there is zero denying. And we knew this on Friday when the, the headline story on Alta Outlet said they're dominated combat sports. Logan Paul is a legit WWE wrestler. And I don't know what Jake Paul wants to do next. Like, does he fight for a title? Like, does top rank need to go get him and say, hey, Fury's getting older. Bud Crawford might have gone as far as he can go. Can we just sign you? Or maybe Jake Paul says, I don't need you guys. Like, I am going to set the combat game to a whole different thing. This is the reason I'm doing this. I don't need top rank. I don't need ESPN. I don't need anybody else putting their hand in my pocket. This is my niche. I'm going to fight MMA guys who are out of their prime I'm going to make a boatload of cash doing it, and people are going to keep paying. And I don't need you guys. I don't need to fight for the welterweight title. I don't need to fight Bud Crawford. Bud Crawford needs to fight me. And I know that sounds arrogant out loud, but I think there's a little truth to that. Because Francis Ngannou wants to fight Tyson Fury, and Conor McGregor's mouthing off on social media. These guys are coming to him now. Yeah, and and more people, yeah, a lot more people know who Jake Paul is than Bud Crawford. I'm one of them. So, but it, I think this is one of the reasons I don't like boxing right now. I grew up knowing who the boxers were. I grew up watching, you know, main event boxing, all those things. Now it's the the bigger fight cards, the bigger boxing pay-per-views are dudes who, you know, are not boxers or, or are building towards it, I guess, you know, based on the way you described Jake Paul, I'll, I'll, I'll back down to you on that one. I just, I just, ugh. I just, it just makes, I don't want to watch it. Have, I don't like it. Have you seen the Jake Paul Untold yet? No. Okay. No, I'm probably not going to watch it. I would watch it. This isn't spoiling anything, but there is a quote. Actually, my sister-in-law brought this up to me because she watched. She said, did you see what Mike Tyson said about him? And I'm like, yeah. They have a cut about Mike Tyson in this Netflix thing. They ask him about Jake Paul. He goes, I have respect for him because he's saving boxing. More people are talking about this. Now, this is 2018, I believe, a little bit before Fury Wilder won. This is original when he fought the, the kids from the UK. He's like, there are more people talking about that fight than anything else going on right now. And I am a boxer. Why would I think this is bad for my sport when people are talking about my sport? It's weird. It's unique. It's different. But people, people can't. Like, how many people who are Paul Diaz fans might buy Crawford Spence too? Maybe, maybe boxing won't realize the effect till later on. If he was going to fight somebody who actually had legit boxing hands, I would watch it. I would because I can't, I can't lose. Would you watch McGregor versus Paul? I don't think I would. I'd be more likely to. I, I'm. I the problem that I'm having with McGregor right now is: Did you see when they talked to Justin Gaethje after he won the the BMF belt, and and they they said, you know, McGregor's calling you out, and he said. I don't fight guys on steroids. And I instantly wa- expected to see a full rant about how I'm not on steroids, and it never came. <laughs> and anyone who sees the size of McGregor, and, and look how fast he came back from a a snapped shin, he probably is, or at least was, on steroids. Now he, he'll cycle off before he goes and fights Chandler, Michael Chandler, as the uh, as the main event for uh, Tough Enough this year, uh, the Ultimate Fighter, but like once he said that, I was like, "What's left of Conor?" Because Conor McGregor was the hungriest, nastiest dude on the planet. He has made it. He's got. He's already sold his whiskey. Now he's got a beer he's working with. Like he's made it. Like what is he? He doesn't need to really fight. He just needs to be relevant. I'm just ripping off years off the top of my head. I might be one year off on each because I know he used to fight in December and January. So he fought Mayweather in 2018. He fought Aldo in 2016. And Diaz is sandwiched in between maybe 2017. I think you get the point of what I'm doing here, though. They like Those fights are five years apart. And I know he's had a few where he got knocked out. I know he's fought others, but... 
I mean, the Garden fight was, I believe, in 2016. That's a long time ago. Like six, seven years for a fighter is a long time, man. It's to, it's August of 2023. Ronda, I always group these three. You know, I do this all the time. Ronda, John Jones, and McGregor. I group them all together. Ronda's been gone for a while. McGregor's fought like five times in five years. Maybe even the math might be five times in seven years now. So the last fight he won was in 2020, January 2020, against uh, Donald Cerrone, Cowboy Cerrone. And I believe that's a COVID fight, right? That's an empty arena fight? I believe it was, yeah. yes. And then he fought Poirier. Poirier put him down in two rounds in 21, uh, January 21, and then July of 21 is when he stepped back and his leg broke. So what do we got? See if you got Diaz and uh, Aldo in there, if you can pull that up quick. I uh, bet it's like 2016, 2017. The Nate Diaz fight is 2016, August 2016. Then he fought uh, Eddie Alvarez. And the Garden. In, yeah, November of 2016. Okay. Then Khabib beat him in 2018. So two years between those fights. Man. 16, yeah. Aldo in 16. He fought a lot in 15 and 16. Like I said, he was hungry as hell. Seven, eight years ago. And, you yeah. know, if they schedule a fight post-Chandler, that's nine years ago. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are, how great you are in, in the world of mixed martial arts. Sooner or later, that sport catches you and passes you. You know, you, you know, Matt Hughes was a beast even before the, the accident. And the sport caught him and passed him. You know, like uh, George St. Pierre, the, the it caught him and passed him. Like, it does... It's just what it is. Like every nasty thing you can do as a grappler, a striker, a, a, a ju judo artist, any of these things, somebody is going to go, well, if I take a little bit of Taekwondo, I, mi I mix it together with this and I do that, now I've got the perfect style to beat you. What if you're a baseball player, though? Like what would oh. be your advice if you're trying to stand like De La Hoya when you're left-handed but coming oh. with the left and then the right and then... Maybe, maybe, maybe just keep your chin down. I think would probably be the number one thing, Mister Anderson. We'll talk about that coming up. Two, two big fights over the weekend we haven't covered yet. One on the diamond, and the other one, like again, I need to know exactly how God's lost to the B. I need, <laughs> I need, I need the real, the real answer for that, and and for two reasons: one for my entertainment, and the other one we need to let our friends at USX Pest Control know. That there are some stragglers on on the plantation there on the on the 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 acreage the massive acreage that Gaz owns. There is no blame. He's for, out mowing all of it. There is no blame for Tim. There is no, no blame for Frank at all because I hit something that was in the grass that I should have noticed. I probably should have <sighs> mowed it more than two weeks ago in my backyard. I put it off. These are ground bees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. make sure you tell Frank. I will, man. It popped sure right up on Frank. me. Probably Those things should, are mean. I probably should have had like pants on and not shorts. I I made a lot of mistakes. Luckily, USX Pest Control can help me fix those well, mistakes. And yeah. that's the thing with the, with the platinum coverage. You now have Frank coming back out. Make sure he knows. Hey, Frank, I got ground bees, buddy, and he'll know what to do. That's what he does. Where you and I, if we tried to fix that, you're still going to have ground bees. They're just going to be way more angry. <laughs> like, like that's, <laughs> That's the beauty of working with USX Pest Control. For me, it's the bats. Keep them out of my house. And that's been happening ever since the first time Tim came through, told me what to do, what not to do. Uh, Frank's been coming through, making sure that I don't have mosquitoes in my yard. I cannot recall ever in my life being able to sit out back without being covered in some kind of bug spray, and I, except for this year. And it's because of USX Pest Control. You can have the same coverage, the same – these answers <laughs> – I need to know the full story of Gaz versus the ground bee. However, we now know how it's going to end. That ground bee, you messed around. Now Frank's coming. USX mm -hmm. Pest Control will take care of it for Gaz, just like it would everybody else. Make sure it's not one of the endangered species bees, and then make it an endangered species on its own. You mess around, you find out. <laughs> That's right. Bee, I got them now. Yeah. You're going to get these hands uh -huh. from Frank and USX Pest Control. Post of the day, beef fights, baseball fights, and Pokemon fights. It's a lot of fights still to come. Levant Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Wendy's is open till midnight or later, so you can give in to the craving and go night mode. Now all of your favorite menu items just got their bedtime extended. You can get what you want even later, like the Baconator with six strips of bacon or the Perfect Fries and Frosty Duo. If you're up later, then so are we. So go ahead and pull through the drive-thru. When the craving hits, go night mode at Wendy's. Open till midnight or later.
All right, see you <clears throat> later. At participating U.S. Wendy's, hours may vary. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6798. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-6798. 800-575-6798. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, What does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at bewareofrsv.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! (laughs) Turns out he likes to do it by feel. (laughs) Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. (laughs) They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Levac, I like how it was raining today, and you are rocking some gear thanks to our friends over at Elevation 10,000. Ooh, that looks good. Cage jackets, baby. It's perfect. It's uh, lined. It's waterproof. It's uh, It's got the Levac and Gaz logo on it, and legitimately the way it worked out was I went in there and said, listen, I don't like polos. I don't feel like wearing polos anymore. I went from being the guy who just wouldn't wear the dress shirt and wear the polos. Now I've gone even farther. I don't want a polo. I want to wear our brand, but I don't want to wear the polo. So... Our guy Christian over there in the print shop said, perfect, let me show you some options. So he got me a couple different things. Cage jacket was my favorite, so I'm rocking that today. It's that much of a just great partnership when you're working with Elevation 10,000 because you go to Elevation 10K, you can check out everything they do, but realistically, that's only the beginning. That's the tip of the iceberg because every problem you have, some you don't even know you have yet, they're either going to have a solution for or they're going to help you to, to get past it by making a solution together, building websites, building a strategy for all of your advertising, helping you put together signage, apparel, everything else. Man, it's it's one-stop shopping for solutions. It's that digital marketing. If you're launching a small business, maybe you're a huge fantasy football fan, you want like a cool league logo, maybe you just want to get some going for your own social media platforms, you start with that digital marketing, social media and more, building the website, finding the logo, and then getting that gear out there like you're rocking right now. You don't want to have the conversation in the morning, then you're looking at your rain jackets like me, like, what year is this from? What, what year? Is, yeah, what is, why is this an old, free Sports Illustrated jacket from 15 years ago? Why <laughs> is this a minor league baseball jacket that this was two logos? Like, you don't want that to be you. Some people will wear that stuff to work and then wonder why. They, that doesn't matter. Elevation 10,000. <laughs> Get yourself some new gear. Make sure you market Elevate your business. Elevate your brand, yeah. baby. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. I saw a uh, poll on X. <laughs> I hate call that. I'm not doing it. I'm doing Twitter. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah, I mean, what is? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Let's, I'll have to ask uh, Dave McClendon over at Elevation Ten Thousand. Maybe he knows why you would make some kind of change like that, or he can come up with an answer that that makes more sense. I'm sure his brain functions a closer to that high level of of Elon Musk than mine does. The but. pride of Lake George, the late DMX. This would be marketing. X is going <laughs> to give it to you, like his song. That oh. would the holograph, oh. like that's the way you do it, but but no. Just just all right. So so on Twitter I saw it, it was um I think it was it was from our old friend Buster Olney and it was who's the best baseball brawler. And they put Nolan Ryan um Rodney Odor and of course now 
the the newest contender for the title is is out of is out of Cleveland. One of the Guardians. <laughs> Do it like a fight announcer. <laughs> out of Cleveland, New York. It's Ohio, guys. Nice try. Out of Cleveland, Ohio. The uh. bad boy from Ohio again. Jose, hot hands, Ramirez, <laughs> Jimmy Two-Step Anderson. <laughs> uh, base stealing, wheeling, kneeling, second base punching, uh, shortstop punching. Um, Ramirez goes to slide head first in the second. He and, and Tim Anderson get into it. And it's, it's, it's always, in baseball, it's always the bigger dude. Seems to think the littler dude's not going to have nothing for him. Like Jose Batista, Rodney Ardor, stuff like that. Or or um, even go to Nolan, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan's bigger than Robin Ventura, but Robin Ventura's like half his age. He thinks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run out there. I'm going to school this old fart. Like, everybody's trying to break these two up. Anderson keeps pushing forward, but he's not doing nothing. Ramirez puts one on his chin and puts him down. Puts him right on, right on his duff. It was the best punch of the weekend, and UFC, the, boxing, uh, WWE. Another ghost it was the ghost of Howard Cosell. Down goes Anderson. Down in the goes call. Anderson. Yeah. It, it, was, it was in the call. Like, how great was that? Do you think he gets in trouble for that? Or no. is it like one of those? No, he just had his moment. He had to do his thing. Channeled Howard Cosell. Uh, here's the thing about Tim Anderson. I don't know it's if there's a big dude. He is a big dude. I don't know if there's a baseball player I flipped on faster than Tim Anderson. Like fan to not fan really fast. Jason Minetti is a former guest on the show. Hopefully will join us in college football season. One of the voices of Fox Sports college football coverage. He's doing a lot of college basketball. Hopefully Jason will join us later this fall. Uh, Jason, I guess, was a mentor for me early in the business. The one who gave me the nickname Gazi Bears, yeah. Jason Benetti. So uh, Benetti calls games for the White Sox, and he mentioned, there's this clip, I think it's still out there, it got like 3 million views about how much Tim Anderson meant to baseball. Because Tim Anderson's before anybody. Like, you talk about like the new school style of like uh, showboating home runs, flipping the bat, having a personality. Like, Tim Anderson was the leader of this in like, tw- again, back to that mid-2000 range, 2010 range, 2015, 16, 17. Anderson wanted to be the next thing. I'm like, you know what? If Benetti likes this guy, I'll become a Tim Anderson fan. Exciting player to watch. Entertaining. Wants to make the sport better. Great. And then like within that like year, that offseason, Tim Anderson came out and told the media he's the modern day Jackie Robinson. I'm like, yeah. uh, I mean, you're. <laughs> there's a difference between celebrating after a home run and calling yourself Jackie Robinson. I was immediately not a fan. I'm like, dude. If you're that out of touch on your importance to the sport of baseball, I don't think I'm rolling with you. And then getting knocked out, I'm just like, I mean, dude, this is not the first time you've been like this. Like, there's a point where you could show off your personality and just not run your mouth on the diamond. And he went far more towards being a punk than being a role model. And well, and like he, it, it's weird because when he tags, I, I don't think he was intentionally being aggressive towards Ramirez in the beginning. But like when he when the way he straddles the bag and Ramirez has to slide under it, he does. He takes his helmet off. You can see Ramirez gets his head pushed back. And then when Ramirez steps up and starts poking at his head, Anderson instantly like he went hockey. He dropped the glove and he he squared up. Like it's you could tell like at some point in Anderson's life, he's either done a boxing workout, he's taken some lessons. Cause he squares up instantly. Like he's ready to fight. And, like, <laughs> Ramirez is more ready to fight. <laughs> like, like, That's the best way to put it. That's right. <laughs> like, like, there's people who think they can fight, and then there's people who can fight. And all I, with the way Ramirez throws that, that right hand, Chuck Liddell used to say it. He's like, you almost got to think about, like, if there's a knot or a weight on the end of a rope, and you want to whip that rope, and you want that weight to catch him right on the chin at the end of the rope perfectly. And that's what he threw a haymaker. Put him right down. Best punch of the weekend. And and I know it's baseball and we're not supposed to violence or whatever, but two grown men want to square up and throw hands. I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna enjoy how it comes out. All right, let's chop that take in half. Because our guy Rich Becker, we love him. Rich Becker's awesome. Patroons, one of the best. Mm-hmm. I saw he was unlike unleashing on social media about this. 
covered sports for a long time, Rochester, Albany. He's like, whoever's the people giving the takes that this is good for baseball are nuts. Uh, I agree with that. Like, we don't need more fights in sports in general. You want to keep the fight game to the fight game and sports to sports? I'm cool with that. Although it was entertaining. Like, seeing that as a rivalry, seeing that as what's going to happen next, and seeing big names. These are not two bumps. Like, Ramirez is an MVP candidate. Mm -hmm. Anderson, like I just told you, is one of the faces of baseball. I was heading towards that a few years ago. These are superstars having a rivalry, so it becomes must-see television. I don't want them brawling every single night, and I don't think we need more fights in baseball. I'm not going that long, but there is something about building a rivalry. Like, I'm okay with the once in a while the bench is coming off. You know, like, oh, that was behind the batter. What's going on over here? But to advocate more charging to the mound, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. Um, I think there's a time and a place. I do, and, and I know that's just in a popular opinion, and, you know... Cover your kids' ears if you're worried about them hearing, you know, a Stone Age uh, take on it. There's an old saying, you know, talk doo doo, get a boo boo. You know what I mean? Like I'm just was saying, that the saying? I, 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 just, I just I just made up a new one to get a, get by on the on the radio here. Um, I don't. I I'm sorry, man. When you when when you square up like that and you think you're going to take a dude down and you catch one on the chin, like, I don't want anybody to get hurt long-term. I'm not, I'm not heartless. You love the doo-doo boo-boo. I'm just thinking in my mind, like, there's the new liner. It's LeVac and guys. You talk doo-doo, you get a boo-boo. A, a, a thought, young LeVac on the streets of Colony saying that to people. Oh, no, the young LeVac would have said the other <laughs> I one. Know, I that's just, I, I thought it was cooking <laughs> my feet. I thought you liked you did. that. It yeah. was very All good. Right. I couldn't have done that that fast. I know, I know what you meant. But it's, you know. It's, I love the the uh, Lake County captains, the Guardians minor league affiliate, is are doing uh, Jose Ramirez Appreciation Week. All fans named Tim get a free ticket to sit down on the grass, wear your Ramirez jersey, and get a free Bam Bam in the cargo hole. <laughs> Home run punch derby, <laughs> like they just went all in on it. They're making fun of it. I just again, like I think there's a point where. You got to have the conversation, right? Like with your kids, with everyone, like violence is a last resort. I'm sorry when a dude who's bigger than you smacks you in the head while you're sliding in a second, you know, you get up, you say what you got to say. Anderson could be like, oh, I didn't mean to get you, buddy. No, Anderson dropped the glove and wanted to throw hands and he caught one. Sorry. That's, that's such is life. Like I just, I don't know when we had to like every, I, what is it? The meek shall inherit the earth. Yeah. When I'm done with it. You know, you can have it when I'm done with it. Like that's, that's, there's, I, I will be the first one to tell you that I will try to get out of violence any chance I get. I have zero interest in starting a fight, but at the same time, I'm not going to say I'm always going to walk away. It's just, there's guys like Anderson, you, you mentioned it. He went from, this is a flashy, exciting player to this dude's head is so big. He thinks the earth revolves around it. Well, now you're in the clouds, so it, it happens. Like Rugnit Odor is this little dude. Joey Batista's trying, Jose Batista's trying to push him around a little bit. Almost gets his fake beard knocked off. Like that's it, sometimes, sometimes it's not the worst thing that can happen. Talk doo doo, get a boo boo. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let me squeeze this in real quick here, Levesque, because I don't know if we're gonna get to it. I don't think you can say squeeze in when saying when when referencing doo doo. I'm like squeeze. It's been a violent weekend with fights and fights. I feel like there was some violence, not so much physically, but verbally uh, at the women's national soccer team. Do you have a take on what happened with the women's soccer team? The team draw, then out, kicked out by Sweden? Um, I, I'm, I'm upset. Like I want the U.S. to win all the things. I do feel like this is a situation where the it's not the woke go broke. Like I know that like you know President, former President Trump you know, had a lot to say about Mega Rapino and all those other things. I do feel as though it's one of those situations where other things became more important than soccer to some of these ladies. And and it happens to everyone, you know, um, it's, it stinks. Cause I think we should have won. There's a reason I brought that up quickly there because of Tim Anderson, because there are some qualities of the women's soccer team nationally that also match Tim Anderson, like over evaluating yourself. Anderson compared himself to Jackie Robinson, the women's, Team thought they almost were the dream team. It wouldn't be beat. 
using other athletes to propel yourself for no other reason than doing that. Again, Anderson using past legends and old school baseball players. The women's national team saying, hey, hey, we're better than the men, so pay us more. Right. You know, you don't want to do that to your fellow athlete. So they did that. So you had that and then the political side of it. I was thinking about this driving in today. I was like, in my lifetime, team sports, not so much individual athletes, because I know there's been some that maybe found to be polarizing. We love reality TV. Lolo Jones, it was odd when her own teammates were rooting against her when she came back and ran post-Olympics. I can't think of a team representing the United States of America. I know this is not Olympic play. It's World Cup play. I can't think of a team that was more polarizing than this team. Like, there are some people who rooted against them. And I think it has way more to do, and I'm with you on this, I think it has way more to do with that. Like, how you acted on the pitch, how you acted off the pitch, and I'm talking about, like, the selfies, we're the best, we're the new dream team, look how good we are, we're going to take... It felt more about the arrogance of Team USA than the go woke, get broke. Not everybody's going to agree with that, but there are probably youth coaches who are like, I don't know if that's how I want that to be. I don't know if that's the style I would teach. There are some people who will not like them because of that. And look, some athletes who did that in 2019 aren't on the team in 2023. I, I just, I'm shocked I, by how... I, I should take but, it back. I'm surprised that this is the team that's getting that most heat of my lifetime. I, and I will, I, will say, I will say this. To my point that I, I made last week, whatever. Publicly, I still want to support that team because they're our team. But once they get here, once they get back home, I kind of be like... You feel, do you feel good about it? Like, do you feel like, do you feel like you lived up to your personal hype? Do you feel like you did the more important thing by being out there? Do you, do you? Because you? you didn't act like it. But again, I'm, as far as the rest of the world goes, I want to support those ladies, you know, because they, they represent us. As soon as they get home, I kind of, I have questions. Point of order. My biggest question still is, so like, were you mowing guys? Like, was it 1B? All right. This is the second time in the last year. So this happened to me back in July. First time I got this was an actual piece of wood. Like, it hit it like a branch in the same spot now thinking about it. That one got taken out. This one, I hit the I hit the hive, I believe. It's got to be a hive. I hit it, like, near a root. And then... Oh, you hit, like, you felt yourself hit something? And I thought it was, like, the root of the tree. So I thought I hit a piece of wood again. Yeah, but initially, right on my hand and my leg, like stung, like whoa. Oh, so more than one guy to the point that I dropped the lawnmower. So I'm not riding; I'm pushing. I'm like whoa, what is this? Whoa! So I'm like, all right, I think I'm okay. I'll fight through this. So, like the brave, strong man that I am, I powered through the rest of that backyard, and I was in pain. I'm like something. They didn't not keep right. coming for you. No, just the two guys. Bang, so bang. I wonder. I wonder if it's a, if they're an in ground or if if like a nest fell out of the tree or something. Definitely no Did nest. Did you out see of the tree. them? No, because if they're the ground ones, usually they're big. Usually they're big nasties. I'm guessing they had to be ground because it was right there, right at the bottom. Bit the leg. My hand was down a little lower. So, dude, it hurt. So I'm like, all right, I got this. And I was like, oh man, something definitely stung me. From like the next 12 to 24 hours, I went from like, I got this, I'm manly to, ah, I can't walk, I can't move. I'm like limping, like I tore, I want to say I tore my ACL, I've seen people tore ACLs, no, no, I was way worse than that. I'm like carrying this thing like I can't feel my leg, dude, it is blown up, it is down from the ankle up to here, so I am on the PEDs right now. I'm on a bunch of meds, I've gone a full hour and I feel like I've held it together so far. LeVac, I'm in pain. I've sent you pictures of my leg, not for an OnlyFan account or anything on Instagram. You saw it. I think you're proud that I'm here today. It was it was pretty nasty. So like I told you to take Benadryl when I when when you first showed it to us because you sent it in a chat, a picture of it. How long after I recommended taking Benadryl did you take Benadryl? Uh more than five hours. See, this is why I can't do it. Definitely more than five hours. You should have right away because you get a. Ounce of prevention, pound of cure, buddy. Come on now. You clearly had a reaction. Like your leg is nasty. It's bad. Yeah. So I had to go maybe. back a second time, LeVac. I got sent back because the next day my wife looked at my leg. She goes, she's going to be limping around with Rex back there. And she's like, gone. You're getting ejected. You're getting thrown back to urgent care. Wow. So it's a whole cruise back. Same nurse, same secretary. And, and what did they say this again. time? What are they... They're like, we can't do anything with you. It's not infected yet. You, you were just here yeah. 12. I'm like, look at the leg. They're like, we're doctors, guys. We, we don't know. 
So they, so they gave you, they gave you the, the steroid to start the healing. It's yeah. not doing anything. And the next doctor was like, what do you want? I'm like, I'd like an antibody, antibiotic. She's like, I can't uh, give you that. I don't no, know if it's you, effective. You need like an anti-inflammatory. Yeah. That's what you need. She told me, I'm just going to up your meds. You're a All big right. guy. You'll get more. Like, you are go. you insulting me now? There you go. So what do you got? I didn't win. I didn't win this battle, LeVac. No. Well, no, the B1. The B1. <laughs> wow. I didn't win. That stinks, man. Again, you better make sure you show our boys. Did you say it stings? Yeah, I said stinks, but it stings too. They're both all very, very true. I mean, that's... A, that's. I can't even sleep. A, when I'm on these beds, I can't... I'm up all night now. I'm up. I, I, what, I need I help. See, I see what you did there. I see what you did what? there. You should have taken the Benadryl. What helped you get a nap too. Ooh, all right. But no. See, I know these things. You know who I talk to? I talk to Dr. Fred Dreer. So I sleep like a baby, okay? A snoring, probably farting baby, but I'm a, I'm a baby. <laughs> Nonetheless, because I went to the Integrative Sleep Center, and actually, I say I went, I was dragged to the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer, and I felt so dumb for not going sooner. Everything is taken care of. They walk you through everything. They tell you what you need to do. They help you through it. And they're not trying to, like, package any nonsense for you or get you to do something stupid. They're literally just trying to find the easiest path to you getting better sleep, and that involves less snoring. That involves a fight of sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is now being linked by some doctors to Alzheimer's and dementia. Because again, you got to think about it. If you're not resting, your brain's not recovering. If you're not getting deep sleep, your brain's not recovering. If you stop breathing all night, your brain is not recovering. As a matter of fact, it's getting like, like minor stroke signals. You can get all of this at least on the path to rightness. And that's by calling 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They can help you sleep better too. Top four at four coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Taco Bell's new